Welcome to the Improvising Life Podcast, where we explore how life can be more livable. This is Lori Crawford, your host. So this month, I have the joy, the privilege, the pleasure of supporting one of our dear community members on Voxer. And one of the things that came up today and sort of surprised myself with how excited I was, was the conversation of like approaching food and eating as someone who's neurodiverse. And I suddenly realized this practice that I sort of like soft key do but that I want to lean into more right it's something that I started when I was like newly postpartum because I was adjusting to like nursing a baby and you know having these huge waves of hunger and thirst and and all the things and then as baby got more mobile I started not prioritizing myself and my nourishment as much because then I was on the move more now I'm realizing like oh hey being chronically dehydrated um is not like the best feeling so what do I want to do with this? And realizing that I sort of already had the answer for myself and that's what we're going to explore. So this is going to be about nibbling while neurodiverse, right? And two sort of ideas of like what you can call this because everyone's going to have a different take or approach, but two names came through. The first one is your calories galleries or like a calorie gallery. And that is the one that I like the most. And then the alternative that came up is like a snack shack, right? So the idea is having like a caddy, a shelf, a sort of, it can literally be like a gallery display. It can be a like shack, kudo points if you like repurpose the old like Barbie dream house or something, right? But some way on a counter or a shelf, a bookcase, a table, somewhere that's visible, right? You don't have to open a door to find it. Having a intentionally curated selection of calories, something that you can eat because we all know that feeling, especially if you're neurodiverse, of wanting to eat, but the barrier of eating is too great. There's the mental, you know, decisions, the fatigue of, fuck, like, do it? Can I eat this? What can I do with that? Do these three ingredients go together? Oh, that has to be peeled. I can't peel anything. Chopping. What is, even is chopping? You know, it can be so easy for us to not feed ourselves because of the barriers to actually getting the food and the nutrients and the drinks in our body. So the idea of having a calorie gallery is that the only, okay, you know, like only in air quotes, right? The only barrier is just physically grabbing something from there and opening the the package, and just play around with that idea. So some that are in mine are these like vegan um, protein bars that I get at Costco because then I know if it's vegan, it doesn't have egg or dairy, which are the two food allergies that my um, toddler has. And so I'm not eating them um, also. So that way I know, you know, I can just grab that. I don't have to worry about eating it. Or also if like she were to touch it, there's no issue like health wise, right? Um, some coconut water, like the small, smaller packages of that. Um, I even might put some like clementines or apples or like fruit that can like stay on the counter for quite a while and not get to like a mystery mush right? Um, Also, maybe some like corn chips, um, gosh, any kind of granola bar, Chex Mix type, um, you know, like nuts, seeds, uh, applesauce pouches or like fruit puree pouches, you know, anything where it's like literally just having that means that the only decision is just like, what am I reaching my arm out to? Hell, you could even 
close your eyes and just reach your arm out and whatever you grab is whatever you eat, right? And if you find yourself disappointed at what you grab, that also can help you know what you wish you would have grabbed, right? So an approach to this idea is thinking like that feeling, right? You're opening the fridge and you're staring and like wishing something jumped out at you or opening the pantry like, oh, what is it? What am I looking for, right? Thinking is like, what would you actually love to see in there? And then can that be something that's in your calorie gallery, right? Because then it, it again, it's just the idea of, Instead of approaching food as like everything has to be a quote prepared meal, everything has to be like cooked to be a meal, can there actually be this reminder that calories in, nutrients in, fueling your body can be simply that, fueling your body and we can, you know, work through and adjust to the stigmas that we were given about what counts as a meal and all that shit, right? Like, we can table that and be like, that's cute. You know, if someone wants to pay for me to have a personal chef, that would be, like, awesome, but that's not the situation right now. So what does it actually look like to have access to accessible nutrition and hydration? What can that look like? And then playing with that and, you know, and perhaps some of the fun of doing it all is playing with how you sort of dress up the space. So, you know, like I'm going to be tinkering with mine to make it look more like a gallery, right? You know, whatever that looks like in the moment. If you're having a snack shack, maybe you're making it look like a little house. Maybe, you know, that's part of the the fun and getting the, that dopamine in your system, right, is the curation of it. So if it's the day or the space where you have the energy to be tinkering and playing, then that's when you can do that. And all the other times it serves as the sort of one-stop shop of like, okay, here, this is something going in my system. Wonderful. I didn't have to make any other decisions because at a time when I had the energy to make the decisions, I decided what to put in my gallery, right? And so, you know, also this idea too of, of if you have the the financial stability access, you know, an equitable access to the resources to uh, perhaps having a few things that are like auto ordered, you know, maybe like every month replenishing the granola bars and the bag of clementines or whatever, right? And you know that that will be a shipment that comes in however you already schedule your groceries if, if you are a grocery scheduler. And then you would know specifically like, okay, these are my safe foods that I'm keeping on stock, right? Because that's another conversation that, you know, that we were then going into is just like, identifying what those safe foods are right and then being able to have access to that and again the idea of having it visible is important because it's one less step if if you don't see it it's out of sight out of mind right especially you, you know that's how i'll speak to myself in my own adhd i literally like don't know something exists if it's not actually like in front of me and also i can forget that i have systems and structures in place so having it in a set place where i would walk past frequently um, so I'm going to have mine right next to the dog treats because that's a routine. It's built in, right? I can on-ramp that with the energy practices I already have. So if I let, you know, the dogs let me know when they want to go out, we're really lucky to have a fenced-in yard, really fortunate rather, um, you know, and so every time they come in, then they sit there and wait and they're all cute and they want their treat. So I'm going to, I know I'm going to be at that counter at least twice a day, usually four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times, right? Um and so then I get that visual cue of, okay, I'm giving them a snack. Do I need a snack? Do I need a drink? How can I contend for my own needs? And so being able to build that in, right? And then also, you know, a, a byproduct is that I'm hoping to also, you know, not pass on a stigma to my daughter that, you know, we could only eat at certain times when people say, it's like, no, I can check in. Hey, I'm feeling a little munchy. I want to go ahead and get something, right? So this is going to be, you know, something that I'm also exploring in this you know, next week and, and really throughout the month as we're getting into the spring energy of 
what habits would actually be supportive? Can I do sort of a, a check of what things I have been doing on my in autopilot as I'm adulting on autopilot? And are they actually helpful? Or are there things that, you know, need to be shifted around? Because again, adulting on autopilot can be really helpful to not have to make so many decisions. And also the challenge is that we are told what autopilot looks like and what we're supposed to do in autopilot. And that's what doesn't serve us because it's usually this very capitalistic, patriarchal, racist based output way of autopilot instead of this alternative which is really looking at what supportive structures would exist for me and how can that help me not have so much of a mental load and how can that help life be more livable so i'm like obviously super excited to share this we're already at the eight minute mark and i've been trying to keep them around five ish minutes so i'm gonna like sign off here but as always i hope you have a razzle dazzle day and if that's not accessible you can put an f on front and have a frazzle dazzle day see ya